nine men were stuck in a room for the past few days delegating what could be a life-changing decision for many civilians. It was about to be a month in which all the men had gathered in the Pennsylvania State House in Philadelphia to call into motion bringing the colony's independence. But on July 2nd, the Continental Congress voted in favor of Henry Richard Lee's resolution on becoming an independent nation. And no one was going to stop them. I'm Joyce Grace, and this is Shots of Endorphins. I think it's appropriate to learn a little bit about how the United States of America became an independent nation. And it has nothing to do with me being so patriotic and all. None at all. Okay, just a little bit. So as a history junkie that I am, we're all going to learn the basics of American history. How the Declaration of Independence was formed, and how America finally untied its strings from its king. I promise it's going to be short and sweet. Now remember y'all, all information had been gathered from various sources for educational and informative purposes. Also, don't be shy, sharing is caring. So if you find this information great, spread the word out so others can be informed as well. Now, let's get this show on the road. As John Adams wrote to his wife, Abigail, on July 3rd, 1776, he presciently stated, The second day of July 1776 will be the most memorable history of America. I am apt to believe that will be celebrated by succeeding generations as the great anniversary festival, it out to be solemnized with pump and parade, with shows, games, sports, guns, bells, bonfires, and illuminations from one end of this continent to the other from this time forward forevermore. And history has proven him right, even if he had the date wrong. So Independence Day also called 4th of July or July 4th in the U.S., is commemorating the passage of the Declaration of Independence by the Continental Congress on July 4th, 1776. For 246 years, Americans have celebrated the country's birthday on July 4th, the day the Continental Congress approved the text of the Declaration of Independence not July 2nd, the day the Continental Congress actually declared independence from Great Britain. The Declaration of Independence was originally drafted by Thomas Jefferson in consultations with fellow committee members John Adams, Benjamin Franklin, Roger Sherman, and William Livingston, and two days later, it was approved by all 13 colonies. Meanwhile, there's still battle going on between Great Britain and the American colonies. The Brits wanted to keep the king sovereign over the colonies while taxing them and collecting and the American colonies, well, didn't. Hence the Revolutionary War. After a year in battle with the colonies on March 1776, the British evacuated New York and retreated to Canada to prepare for a major invasion. So by June, you can guess that the colonies were fed up with the Revolutionary War and were in favor of becoming independent from Britain. So Great Britain was in for a surprise when they found out in July of their independence as they were determined to crush the rebellion. The British government sent a large fleet along with more than 34,000 troops to New York. In August, Howe's Redcoats routed the Continental Army on Long Island. 
George Washington was forced to evacuate his troops from New York City by September. Pushed across the Delaware River, George Washington fought back with a surprise attack in Trenton, New Jersey on Christmas night and won another victory at Princeton to revive the rebels' flagging hopes before making winter quarters at Morristown. Now, the battle with Britain didn't end fast with the Declaration of Independence. They fought long and hard for eight years in total. The Revolutionary War was coming to a close in the Battle of Yorktown. But it isn't until 1783 that British and American negotiators in Paris signed preliminary peace terms in Paris. Late that November and on September 3, 1783, Great Britain formally recognized the independence of the United States of America in the Treaty of Paris. So now that you know the basics, how do Americans celebrate Independence Day? Well, in the pre-revolutionary years, colonists had held annual celebrations of the king's birthday which traditionally included the ringing of bells, bonfires, processions, and speech-making. By contrast, during the summer of 1776, some colonists celebrated the birth of independence by holding mock funerals for King George III as a way of symbolizing the end of the monarchy's hold on America and the triumph of liberty. Festivities included concerts, bonfires, parades, the firing of cannons and muskets usually accompanied the first public readings of the Declaration of Independence, beginning immediately after its adoption. Philadelphia held the first annual commemoration of independence on July 4, 1777, while Congress was still occupied with the ongoing war. And to be honest, not much has changed. Except instead of firing muskets and cannons, it's fireworks, drunken carols of the Star Spangled Banner, and lots of hamburgers and hot dog feasts. See? Simple and sweet. I kept my promise. Hope y'all enjoyed a bit of history like I always do. Next time, I'll make sure to add more of the action because no one can ever get tired of action. Have a great Independence Day! This episode on Shots of Endorphins was produced by me, Joyce Grace, and a shout out to my research team. Want more Shots of Endorphins? Well, you can visit and listen to the podcast at ShotsOfEndorphins.com. You can leave comments, likes, and even help support us by clicking on the support tab as well. Also, you can follow and share the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching up Shots of Endorphins. Or subscribe to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or any other streaming services you're listening to. And when you do, don't forget to show me a greeting. It's nice to meet new people. As always, thanks for listening. And don't forget to smile.